This is the New York Times Audio Digest for Tuesday, March 30th, 2010, presented by Audible. Here's what's happening this morning on the front page. Suicide bombers strike a Moscow subway. Nine are accused of militia plot to kill police. An Afghan leader is seen to flout the influence of the U.S. In this morning's financial news, CNN fails to stop precipitous fall in ratings. Treasury plans to sell Citigroup shares this year and U.S. consumer spending rose modestly in February. There will be more business news along with more national and world stories, a roundup from the world of sports, and the opinions of New York Times columnist David Brooks. Now, from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. This morning's top story is written from Moscow by Clifford Levy and headlined Suicide Bombers Strike Moscow Subway. Brazen suicide bombings in the center of Moscow on Monday confronted Prime Minister Vladimir Putin with a grave challenge to his record of curbing terrorism and raised the possibility that he'll respond as he has in the past by significantly tightening control over the government. The explosion, set off by female suicide bombers in two stations, killed at least 38 people and wounded scores of others, touching off fears that the Muslim insurgency in southern Russia was once again being brought to the country's heart. The attacks during the morning rush hour seemed all but designed to taunt the security services which have been championed by Putin in the decades since he took power in Russia. The first one occurred at the Lubyanka station next to the headquarters of the Federal Security Service. Putin has built his reputation in part on his success in bottling up the Muslim insurgency in southern Russia and preventing major terrorist attacks in the country's population centers in recent years. A renewed campaign by insurgents in major cities would tarnish that legacy. The attacks could also throw into doubt the policies of Putin's protege, President Dmitry Medvedev, who has spoken in favor of liberalizing the government, increasing political pluralism, and dealing with terrorism by addressing the root causes of the insurgency. While Medvedev has not yet put in place many major changes, Putin has generally allowed him to pursue his course. More terrorism, though, could cause Putin to shove Medvedev aside and move the security-oriented circle of advisors around Putin to the forefront. Putin said, One thing that I definitely accomplished was this, and he didn't, said Pavel Bayev, a Russian who is a professor at the International Peace Research Institute in Oslo. Putin on Monday limited his comments largely to vows to destroy the terrorists who organized the attacks, who have not been identified, but who the Russian authorities say they suspect came from Chechnya or neighboring regions in the Caucasus Mountains. The subway system in Moscow is one of the world's most extensive and well-managed, and the bombings that occurred on Monday spread anxiety that's unlikely to dissipate for some time. For many people here, the day's events recalled the tense times in the early part of the last decade when the city was hit with several terrorist attacks. While the Muslim insurgency has not subsided in recent years, major attacks outside the Caucasus region had been unusual, and in April 2009, the Kremlin even announced what it described as the end of special counter-terrorism operations in Chechnya. But in November 2009, terrorists bombed a luxury passenger train that was traveling from Moscow to St. Petersburg, killing 26 people. Last month, a Chechen rebel leader, Daku Umarov, threatened in an interview on a website to organize terror acts in Russian population centers. If Russians think that the war is happening only on television, somewhere far off in the Caucasus, and it will not touch them, then we're going to show them that this war will return to their homes, he said. 